Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our ministry when you visit walkintruth.com. Now, here's Pastor Michael's teaching in Matthew 5, 1 through 9, called Blessed Are. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are, we're going through the Sermon on the Mount, and we're going to look at principles and promises of the kingdom. We'll be looking at seven of them this morning. So let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 5. We'll backtrack for a second into chapter 4 to set the context. As you're turning there, would you pray with me one more time? Father, it is good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to be among your people. It is a wonderful blessing to have a place like this that we can gather. And one prayer that we had early this morning is that people would say, surely God is in this place. May your glory, may your presence be the most tangible thing right now. And as we get into the word of God, we know it's living and powerful. We know it's sharp and it's also comforting. And we're going to be challenged today with what you had to say, Lord, to a group of really a multitude of people who had come and heard about you, and probably many were curious about what you would have to say, and how you would look, and uh, what your main message might be. And this particular message, Lord, these blessings that we're going to read about are very counter-cultural. They're the opposite of what the world would say. But that's how your kingdom is. And there are blessings attached to every principle. There are promises attached to every principle. And we need them desperately, Lord. We need to know your heart. We want to know more about the king and more about the kingdom. So my prayer is very simple, that you would reveal yourself more to us. Show us, again, who you are. Show us about the kingdom. And help us to continue to grow in our most holy faith and to become more like you. In Christ's name I pray, all God's people said, amen. Amen. All right, so today is a family Sunday. I know we got some handouts for the kids. If your kid gets really rambunctious, and it's not amens and hallelujahs to points in the sermon, the (laughs) classrooms are available to you uh, to utilize as a family. So I just want to let you know. I also want to wish my good brother, Duffy Finley, a happy birthday today. Duffy, I love you. Duffy and I uh, go back to Bible studies uh, around the year 2000. We were together when the towers went down at a Bible study at Honey's. And Duffy, uh, I want to say from my heart to yours and to your family, I love you. Thank you for being my faithful brother for two decades now, plus. And our hair has gotten a little lighter as time has gone by. Uh, But you are a beloved brother, and I love you. Happy birthday. All right, Matthew, we're going to backtrack for a second into chapter 4 to set the context. Look at verse 23. Jesus was going throughout all Galilee, teaching Matthew 4.23 in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. That's the title, the big uh, title for the whole book of Matthew, the gospel of the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom. He was healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. The news about him, not surprisingly, spread, notice, throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all who were ill, 
those suffering with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis, that's the 10 cities, and Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. I want you to see that Jesus was proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom in 423. In 417, he out of the gate said, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, notice, for the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is at hand. If you hold your place in Matthew 5 and turn to Luke, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, I want you to see something in Luke chapter 4 that a brother in the prayer meeting this morning uh, reminded me of. This is a purpose statement. You don't see a lot of these in the New Testament, but take a look, Luke 4, 42. This parallels with the Matthew account. When day came, Luke 4, 42, Jesus left and went to a secluded place And the crowds were searching for him and came to him and tried to keep him from going away from them. Luke 4.43. But Jesus said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. Note that. I came for this purpose, to preach the kingdom of God. He uh, So he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea, back to Matthew chapter 5. So Jesus came to preach something called the kingdom of God. He's the king of the kingdom. And this does dominate much of the New Testament. It dominates the Gospels. It's mentioned in the book of Acts. And so what is the king and the kingdom? We began to give a definition of this when we opened the book of Matthew. And it's God's rule over God's people, you could say in God's place, The ancient people understood kings and kingdoms because that was pretty much every ancient government. There was a king. He ruled over a kingdom. The people of the kingdom were subject to the king. He pretty much had the authority and the power to determine laws, to make the rules, etc. And if you were going to be a citizen of the kingdom, you had to be in obedience to the king. That picture taken from, you could say, the ancient world moves over to the New Testament, and that's what Jesus paints for us about who he is, the king and the kingdom. Now, the king is about to preach a sermon. We are going to look at seven principles, seven blessed are. They're called beatitudes in some sermons that you may hear, coming from the Latin beatus, where we get the idea of a beatitude. What is a beatitude? Well, it's the idea of blessed are. It's an attitude commensurate with or in keeping with the king and the kingdom. So if I asked you to close your Bible really fast and I said, hey, I want you to write down seven things of a blessed life. Because, you know, everybody's talking about blessings, right? I'm a blessed person and this is a blessing. And, and that, that term has kind of been stolen, right? And it's gone into the world. What does it mean? Even when people sneeze, what do we say? God bless you. We're invoking God. And that's not a bad thing, but we should know a little bit about the kingdom and the king. So the blessing is a beatitude. The Greek word, uh, Jesus is going to say, blessed are, blessed are, blessed are. If you're interested, it's makarios in Greek. It kind of matches a Hebrew word called asrei. And the idea of this blessing, Jesus is going to say, blessed are those who mourn. Well, I don't think it would be right to say happy are those who mourn. But sometimes people want to translate the word makarios into happy. Well, makarios actually means more like inner satisfaction, inner calm, 
inner contentedness. The blessedness that Jesus is going to talk about is not I'm happy and giddy over everything that's going on. In fact, if I asked you to list seven blessings right now and you closed your Bible, I wonder what you might write down. Blessed are the, what might you say? The wealthy, the healthy, the funny, the good looking. People who have thousands of followers on Instagram. People who are famous, people who are whatever. You could fill in the blank. Powerful. But Jesus' list of blessings is going to be so opposite that. He's going to start with blessed are the poor in spirit and end the list with blessed are the persecuted. And all God's people said, what? How could you tie blessings to those things? In our particular list, it's going to be blessed are the poor in spirit and blessed are the peacemakers. And I'm not talking about a gun. Some of you remember the cult peacemaker. Never never mind. That's not what Jesus is talking about. So Jesus is talking about a way that we're going to experience kingdom blessings. The king is going to show us what the kingdom's all about. The multitude had gathered, perhaps thousands of people. They heard about his fame. They heard about, he touches people and heals them. You can imagine how fast this spread and how many people traveled to come and hear him, to see what he looked like, to see what his power might be. And when Jesus, Matthew 5, 1, saw the multitudes, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. When Jesus saw the multitudes, he went up on the mountain. Most scholars would say geographically, as we look at the map, he's probably more like on a hill. In the northwest part of the area of the Sea of Galilee, the hills rise steeply from the Sea of Galilee. It would make for a nice little amphitheater with the Sea of Galilee in the backdrop. And Jesus began to preach. People were around him. People were coming. But his disciples, look at the end of verse 1, came to him. That's what disciples do. They follow or they come to the Lord. Whenever we're going through something, our job is to come to him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If you're interested in the Greek word for disciple, it's mathetes in Greek. It's the word math with E-T-E-S on the end. Mathetes, and it means a learner or a follower of Christ, but it always has the idea of a personal connection to the one that you follow. So uh, the master-disciple relationship is what we're talking about here, and there were disciples among the crowd. And whenever people gather and listen to the word of God, there's probably a mixed multitude. I would ask you, are you just simply part of the multitude, or are you a follower? Are you a disciple? Are you someone who has decided to follow Jesus? No turning back. No turning back. Notice he went up on the mountain. Some believe that mountain is mentioned here because Matthew is continuing to paint a connection between Jesus and the Exodus or the fallen footsteps of Israel. I've been laying this out for you, but remember that Jesus is retracing their fallen footsteps. And up on the mountain would remind the people of Israel of another mountain called Mount Sinai. And from that mountain, Moses gave the Torah. He gave the law. And he, he basically said, this is what God says. Jesus will say, you've heard this of old, but I say to you. So he's going to give the direct word of God. You could say the, the new covenant uh, insights. And he's up there 
Maybe Mountain is mentioned to make that connection between Sinai and the Exodus, and there is Jesus. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. Would you please consider supporting Walk in Truth being on this radio station and podcast for at least $5 a month? As a thank you, we'll send you more content from Pastor Michael and the Walk in Truth team through our new Walk in Truth app. You will have quick access to our daily episodes. You can watch videos of Pastor Michael's most recent Sunday sermons and access to our bonus podcast and video series, A Step Closer. All this and more is available to you on our new Walk in Truth app as a thank you for your financial gift. Please become a financial partner of at least $5 a month. Visit walkintruth.com. That's walkintruth.com. Thank you to all our Walk in Truth financial partners. And be sure to check out our Walk in Truth app, available in your app store. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walk in Truth. Maybe Mountain is mentioned to make that connection between Sinai and the Exodus, and there is Jesus. The multitudes have gathered. Later on in Matthew, we'll see that Jesus felt compassion for the multitudes because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so Jesus begins to preach the kingdom and opening his mouth, Matthew 5, verse 2, he began to teach. That's the basic word for teach there. And he said, here's just a thought. Whenever Jesus opens his mouth, I want to open my ears. Amen? Over and over again in the Gospels, Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. In the book of Revelation, he addresses seven churches. He says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. So ears to hear is for God's people. He speaks, I listen. He opens his mouth, I open my ears. That's my job, to hear what my master is saying. In today's context, when the word of God goes out, we open our ears, we open our hearts. We want to remain open to the things of God. So Jesus begins to preach and he's seated uh, in the ancient world and even today There are people who are called the chair of an education department or the chair of this. And when someone sits in the chair, it's the idea of giving a formal address. So in ancient times, rabbis, when they sat, they were about to teach and everybody else stood. So let's do that right now. We're going to trade places right now. I'm going to sit and you all stand for the rest of the sermon. What? You guys got issues with that? I do it every week. Come on. For two services. Anyway, never mind. Of course, in the modern times, it's a pulpit, and you sit, and I preach. (laughs) So let's let's listen to the Word of God. Blessed, the opening uh, phrase of the sermon now. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Each time you see a beatitude, you're going to see a principle, the poor in spirit, for those of you who are taking notes, and a promise, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Hopefully, that'll help us all track. You'll see a principle and a promise. It all starts with the word blessed. Blessed is this person who is poor in spirit. Jesus said in Matthew eleven six, blessed is he who keeps from stumbling over me. In Matthew 13, 16, he said, blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. In Matthew 16, 17, Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who's in heaven. 
In Matthew 23, 39, I say to you from now on, you shall not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In Matthew 24, 45, Jesus says, blessed is the slave whom his master finds so doing when he comes. If you want to live a blessed life, this is what Jesus says about it. This is not an exhaustive list of blessings, but this is one of his most famous sermons. It is the longest sermon recorded from Jesus in the New Testament, taking up Matthews 5, 6, and 7. And it is filled with so much incredible power and beauty. Blessed is the person, the idea of an inner calm. A, uh, it means to be well off. It could be translated happy, but I think best uh, as inner contentedness. This is the person who will be blessed. They will have God's uh, anointing or blessing on them. And that is, blessed are the poor in spirit. What does it mean to be poor in spirit? Principle number one, does it mean to walk around going, I'm just a poor old, poor person. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. (laughs) Poor, 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 poor me. No. To be poor in spirit literally means that you have an idea of how you stand before God. Your family ties, your position in society, your bank account, nothing, none of those things can commend favor in God's sight. God wants us to humble ourselves before him and he will lift us up. In Matthew, uh, if you go over to Matthew chapter 17 for a second. Matthew chapter 17. Oh, it's actually Matthew 19. Turn to Matthew 19. I want to show you, many believe that this is the entry point into the kingdom. And here's what it says. Since this is a family Sunday, take a look. Matthew 19, 13. Some children were brought to him. 19, 13 of Matthew. So that he might lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, let the children alone and do not hinder them from coming to me. For what? The kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Now hold that thought and go over to Luke. Luke 18, with this in mind, being poor in spirit, Jesus is going to give us a picture of spiritual poverty here. 1816 of Luke, Jesus called for them saying, permit the children to come to me. Luke 1816, do not hinder them for the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven are really the same thing. Belongs to such as these. Luke 1817, truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it at all. So whatever poverty of spirit means, back to Matthew chapter 5, it is paralleled with the attitude of a child. What is the attitude of a little child? We could say innocence. We could say, you know, there's not a lot of baggage there. They, they simply came to Jesus gleefully just as they were. And that's how we have to come to our Lord. We have to come just as we are with a real assessment of ourselves. And I'm not saying that a real assessment of yourself should be to bag on yourself all the time. Because that's not how God sees you. You've been made in God's image. God loved you so much, He sent His only Son to save us. Amen. That's the value that He places on you. You've been listening to Blessed Are, Part 1 on Walk in Truth. That was Pastor Michael's teaching in Matthew, Chapter 5 verses 1 through 9. 
And if you missed any part of today's program, Walk in Truth is always available on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many other podcast apps. Listen for free to Pastor Michael's teachings in more books of the Bible. And would you please tell a friend about Walk in Truth? We hope today's teaching will be a blessing and uplifting to someone you care about. Would you please encourage a friend or family member to listen to Walk in Truth on this station? If you're listening through your podcast app, please click the share button. Thanks so much for spreading the word about Walk in Truth. Now here's Pastor Michael with a final word. Well, as you hear about the Beatitudes and you see this word blessed over and over again, blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 5, 3. Blessed are those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, they shall inherit the earth. You know, these are kind of different, right? I mean, usually we would expect someone to say, I'm blessed because we just won the big game. Or I'm blessed because I just made the big business deal. Or I'm blessed because I just met this fantastic person and I'm getting to know them better. And that, and that's usually how we associate blessing. But you know, Jesus kind of turns that on its head. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the poor in spirit. How could that be, you might say? And maybe you've been mourning. Maybe you've been the person who's been poor in spirit. Maybe you've been, you know, gentle and haven't gotten that back, you know, and you wonder, well, is this really working? The truth of the matter is that Jesus is giving kingdom principles. The kingdom of God is different from the world. Blessing is sometimes found in unexpected places. Sometimes when we're weak, then we're strong. When we're hurting, God comforts us so that we can become comforters. There's a whole side of the kingdom of God, you could call it somewhat of a mystery, that is so different because it's not based upon success, outward strength, but a strength from God, a blessing that comes to those who may not appear to be blessed on the surface, and an eternal perspective that those who mourn now will be comforted. Those who are hurting will find peace. That's the hope we have in the Beatitudes. This is Walk in Truth, and this is Pastor Michael Lance. Hey, I'm so glad you're listening, wherever you may be today, whether you're a podcast listener, whether you're in California or another part of the U.S., or maybe you're in another country, and you've been listening to the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5. And I'm so glad you're listening, and, and this is not a mistake. You've tuned in for a reason. The Lord wanted you to hear this truth. He wanted you to know that you can be blessed, even when you're not in the best place in terms of you know how the world would define that. And this is the beauty of the kingdom of God. It's eternal. It is deep. It's not just surface answers. It's deep, profound, spiritual answers to the deepest questions of life. And if you'd like to find out more about who we are, you can go to walkintruth.com, walkintruth.com. But let me just tell you, who we are is connected to who he is. You see, we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And the most important thing on a final broadcast of another week here at Walk in Truth 
is this. Do you know the King? Do you know Jesus Christ? He is the blessed one. He's the one who can bless you. We can say, God bless you. We can pray for people, but ultimately, blessings flow from him. I pray you know him. And if you don't know him, you know, he is a prayer away, but he wants you to know that he is the king. He died on the cross for your sin. He took your punishment and mine. He triumphed over principalities and powers. He defeated the grave. He defeated death. And if you're in him, all of those realities can be yours. Cry out to him, Jesus, save me. You don't have to have perfect words. Repent of your sin. Turn from your idols. Turn from your own you know, performance or whatever it may be. And trust in Jesus today. Cry out. Don't be ashamed of him. He wasn't ashamed of you at the cross. Cry out and say, Lord, save me. I want to follow you all the days of my life. Hey, if we can help you in any way, you can reach out to us at walkintruth.com. That's walkintruth.com. Hey, we love you all. We'll see you right here next time. We appreciate our Walk in Truth financial partners. You contribute to our ministry, broadcast, and podcast. As a thank you for your support, we've created the Walk in Truth app. you got to check it out. It's available in your app store. If you'd like to become a Walk in Truth partner, any amount is appreciated. You can now give on the Walk in Truth app or visit walkintruth.com. And join us Monday for part two of Pastor Michael's teaching in Matthew 5, 1-9, through 9, called Blessed Are. I'm Mike Massaro. On behalf of Pastor Michael Lance and Living Truth Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening to Walk in Truth equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people.